John 1, verses 14 to 18. The Word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and the only Son who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. John testified concerning him. He cried out, saying, This is the one I spoke about when I said, He who comes after me has surpassed me, because he was before me. Out of his fullness we have all received grace in place of grace already given. For the law was given through Moses, grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God, but the one and only Son, who is himself God, and is in the closest relationship with the Father, has made him known. John 13, verse 4-5 It was just before the Passover festival, Jesus knew that the hour had come for him to leave this world and go to the Father. Having loved his own, who were in the world, he loved them to the end. The evening meal was in progress, and the devil had already prompted Judas, the son of Simon Iscariot, to betray Jesus. Jesus knew that the Father had put all things under his power, and that he had come from God and was returning to God. So he got up from the meal, took off his outer clothing and wrapped a towel around his waist. After that, he poured water into a basin and began to wash his disciples' feet, drying them with a towel that was wrapped around him. The trains and controls one and two are about to leave. All aboard. No, 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 do I, do I get on one? Or do I get on platform two? I don't know, but do I get on platform one or platform two? Thank you, platform two, platform two, two no! Where Jesus is with his disciples, 
We have a bunch of disciples who don't really know what's going on, and they're getting ever closer to a major confrontation with the most powerful empire in the world. This particular train that Jesus is getting on has only got one destination. There were lots of Jewish rebels in Jesus' time that went up against the Roman authorities, and there was only ever one result. I mean, if the Romans had done the FIFA World Cup, right, it would be, well, who's got, yeah, where's football coming home to this year's season? Well, it's Rome. Well, Tiberius, where's, Rome, where's football coming home to this year? Oh, Rome. It, there's only ever one result, okay? And Judas saw this very clearly, and he needed a ticket out of here, okay? Things were getting a bit too hot. He needed to get on the other train. And 30 silver coins was his price of his ticket to get off a train that was obviously doomed onto the other train. This was his last chance to switch trains, and he took it. That's a bit of a spoiler alert here. It didn't go very well. <laughs> I used to read on the rest of the world to find out about that. But the Jesus train looked so obviously the one that's going to get straight into a dark tunnel and never come out the other side. Indeed, if you read later on in this passage, in John uh, 13, verse 30, it says, It was night as Judas leaves. The doors are closed. The disciples have made their choice. And Jesus knew where he was going. He knew where he was going. The disciples kind of half suspected it, but they didn't really know. And they didn't know what they could do about it. And they didn't really get what Jesus was on about, but they didn't feel that they could get off his train. And unlike Jesus, didn't realise that Jesus was about to change trains. So the doors closed, and they set off into the night. But Jesus trying to get across to them one last time, but they're still not really getting it and they head towards the buffers in the dark. So which train do you get on? The one that seems obvious, but ends up with suicide, or the impractical and demanding one of loving your enemies, selling what you have, taking your valuable time uh, to, to help out those who in the world's eyes are losers, and not storing up riches for yourself, but giving yourself away in the hope that Jesus really does have a house with many spare rooms, despite not being an owner of any house when he was here on earth. I mean, do you really want to get on a train that's got next stop execution on the passenger information screens? Which train do you get on? It's a choice. And it's a choice we will all make one way or another. And Christmas is as good a time to consider that choice as any other. And so the anxiety dream is right to require us to make a choice. Okay? It's just to make it immediately. The problem is that sitting on the platform permanently is not an option for mortal human beings. So, another spoiler of that. See, Jesus' train did have a really nasty crash. Okay? Um, so I'm sorry if I'm going to spoil Easter for you, but this particular train smashes into the buffers, goes, blows them up, blows them apart, goes straight down on the track of no one see on the other side, out into glorious light of the resurrection. And that 
is how Christmas ends. Okay? Or it might be more accurate to say it's how it starts. And John tells us this story from that end of the track, looking back, because he knows what train he wants us to get on. And he knows that because there is something that has completely blown his mind. Something that Judas completely and tragically missed completely. Something John knows that he can't get over the sheer privilege of having experienced. Something that he spent the rest of his long life, quite long for an apostle because most of them got martyred, but he spent the rest of his long life being excited about. And it comes across in his writing, okay? And it's in this passage in, in John 1, but it's even clearer if you read John's first letter. 1 John 1 says this. It says, it starts his letter with, that which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we've looked at, which our hands have touched. This we proclaim concerning the word of life. And in our reading today, John 1.14, he says, And the word became flesh and lived among us, and we have seen his glory. John is saying he's seen and touched and heard the one who makes God known to human beings. He says, I was there. I was there on the train that night when Jesus washed our feet. When that which is from the beginning lovingly washed my feet. I was there at the train crash. I was a witness of the resurrection. It was extraordinary. And would I do it again? Yeah, in a heartbeat. Why? Because I've seen exactly what God is like in Jesus. It is literally impossible to have been given anything better for Christmas. That is grace. That is the hope of grace. He says, no one has seen God. It is God, the only Son, who is close to the Father's heart, who has made him known. So if you touch that which is from the beginning, well, of course it is the train to be on. Whatever people are saying about its immediate prognosis, this is the hope of grace. It looked dark there. Looks a bit dark now, doesn't it? Winter, war, lies, cost of living, strikes. But John offers us a hope of grace in that darkness because he's been through it and out the other side of Jesus. The people indeed have seen a great life. Those that walk in the valley of the shadow of death don't need to fear evil. Don't need to fear evil as the hope of grace whom John touched and saw and heard has come into the world, full of grace and truth. So it's nearly Christmas, and even Mick Lynch can't stop these two trains arriving in your lives. But unlike my anxiety dream, they're probably not going to leave immediately, so you've got a bit of time to think about it. But you will need to decide which train to go. My advice? Take John's advice. And if you're already on Jesus' train already, use this Christmas to reflect again on how extraordinary, how mind-blowing John's experience was. 
as he says, that which was from beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked at, and our hands have touched, took off his outer robe and tied a towel around himself. Then he, the word become flesh, poured water into a basin and began to wash my feet. That is a hope of grace that you won't find anywhere else and you don't even need a rope. I've got a drink to catch this here.